Calculating, calculating fun podcast, initiating oh. fun podcast co-host energy, happy-go-lucky, cheeky lad, <laughs> lad about town. No, there's no need for any of that. How are you feeling, Ollie? Yeah, I, w- I won't lie to you and our gorgeous public out there. I know, I'm sure it's it's subtle. I don't think <laughs> you can tell, but uh, I've had a, a few days of of um negatory vibes calculating calculating um <laughs> and yeah uh, all i'll say well not all i'll say it'll be a short episode but w- what i'll say now is that i've mentioned this before but navigating my thoughts when i feel like this is a little bit like wading through treacle and so i apologize if I'm not as, you know, quick on the ball, sharp, bang, 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 as always, because I do think that's how people see me. Mm. I'm, uh, I've got the energy of Ant and Deck to Oof. both imagine uh, what a fucking tour de force that would what be. What an evening. What yeah. an evening. An evening with Ant and Deck together in one beautiful body. Um, <laughs> oh, God, well, Ollie, there's no need to be anything but yourself. Whoever that may be, don't today. say that. Um, Look, you don't yeah. want that. You don't want that. No, Let's be honest. No, no, it's a nice idea. I appreciate it. It's a nice idea, but nobody wants that. No, we do. That's the whole point of the show. And like, it, it, do you know what? In fact, I've um, spoke to my mum yesterday, and she show got. Off. She's worked. She got a new phone. <laughs> she got a new phone and has worked out how to find the podcast again because ah. somehow she she, she lost was it for a while. It. Yeah. <laughs> So I was like, oh, no, you can still listen to it. I was like, in fact, it's, I'd set her up with a Spotify account, which has changed the world. Big wow. fan of the algorithm, loves the playlists. Okay. Um, and she, I said, no, this, the podcast is on Spotify. And she said yesterday she's caught up to November, which I, I said to her, you poor soul. She was like, <laughs> mm. she said, sometimes, I must admit, it's, it's just a bit like just listening to um, two, uh, what did she say? She was like, two uh, excitable fools that I know very well just chatting away. And I was yeah. like, yeah, that's probably that's... about right. And especially li- listening to them in quick succession. Oh, um, gosh, can't think of anything worse. But she said what's interesting is listening to them back to back as you can you can hear which you wouldn't if you're listening to them you know each week that they come out but you can hear the dips in energy from each yeah. of us and where each of us are at but she but she was saying it in a in a positive way it's like it, it's not just the same thing each week which we probably take for granted because it is the same thing for us each week it's the two of us talking mm-hmm. but actually you know some weeks are better than others ain't that the ain't that, ain't the, truth, that the truth well i think that um, since we started doing them in the morning, mm. uh, general quality of the episodes have gone up, which mm. I wasn't sure if that would happen because I'm not a morning person. I thought that it could be that I would be um, still sort of warming up. But I think you, because you are so whizzing in the mornings... <laughs> You just bring me up to your level. Well, well, it, it, I did notice in myself. It's kind of the evening for me. Um, you can't be start, fucked. I, You're snug. You want to no, get no, snuggly no, and go to bed? No, no, no. It's not that at all. It's like I wake up and it's like more of a shock to the system. Or, 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 you know, I'm burning. What's what's the word? You're All cylinders are on. I'm I'm going. Yeah. Um, have a coffee. And um, you can kind of cheat the system. You can go like, regardless of what today is. Whereas when you're doing it at the end of the day, you've got the facts of what the day has been, <laughs> you know, weighing you down sometimes. Um, whereas we can be kind of um, bright-eyed and bushy-tailed and like, oh, what, what does the day have in store? I know what the day has in store for me, uh, but I can pretend yeah. that I don't. And then but in the evening, you've been trying to outrun the truth all day, but it's finally caught up mm. with you and you can feel mm. it wrap around your throat. But, I mean, yeah, but luckily it's morning now. And the other thing is I haven't been sleep. I mean, it's all probably connected, but I haven't been sleeping... Um, God. Well is the word that I struggled yeah. to think of then. I haven't yeah. been sleeping well. And um I've been going to bed so early for me, like 
Last night, Ratte and I were on the sofa. Uh, we'd we'd done our usual. We watch we watched um, our Spanish game show that we like called uh, Pas- <gasps> Pasa Palabra. It's uh, sort of like pass the parcel. No, nice oh. idea would be good for a televised live studio audience version of Pass the Parcel. And to be honest, you know, no offense to my. Oh, no, to I was my going dear, off the name. No offense to my dear uh, Spanish compadres, but. There is some bad telly here. Not like in the UK. All of it's really, really good. Um, mm-hmm. Like the ones where people like get their willies out and um, you decide if you <laughs> want to date them based on their willy. Um, what's that one called? Willy. Um, willy or won't Grand he? Tour, isn't it? Oh, that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's willy or won't he. Um, but the, the Pasa Palabra <laughs> is... <laughs> I'm quite pleased with that actually. I think that's I think that could work. If you could talk to some of your contacts, if you could I know that you've got you've got a number saved in your phone as an or deck. Yeah. <laughs> um but this game show is obviously the added fun for us is that it's in Spanish and we're trying to play along in a second language that I mean Rate is much better at it than me. But we've got the subtitles on and usually I'm still kind of reading the question when the contestant has buzzed in and said the answer. But when you do get one right, what a feeling. Because you Oh the endorphin right. Oh my god, yeah. And and also I've got to say the guy who hosts it is you know, a very handsome man and I wouldn't mind hanging oh. out with him. He just seems like he's got his shit together. He's He's gone grey, but he looks very young. Um, he was rocking the grey a bit like I always used to think. Do you remember We Are Scientists, the band We Are Scientists? Yeah. Uh, the lead singer in that seemed to have gone grey very young, but absolutely rocked it. Um, another one, George Lamb, went grey young, but, you know, good for him. And it just, I think it, is, it gives hope to a lot of us out there, um, you know, me in particular with dark hair, who can already feel the greys, that it doesn't mean the end um you could it could just, be the making of you Ollie. it could be it could very well be it could be what i need to get on that list of hartfordshire's oh that reminds me yeah. someone sent me the list for this year uh bad news kid oh no you've gone down and uh, i you know what i think it is i think it's association with me i think the I doing th- no the podcast for just a year. not being involved at all if they just miss me out would be less offensive i know than they're going, going down, me down. <laughs> yeah but remember that like i'm pretty sure like um what's his name bradley coop is that his name no that's the guy from the hangover the guy who hosts the chase um bradley walsh bradley walsh pretty sure he's number one so you know it's an inch i mean i love bradley all my love to bradley but i would say i'm not sure he's the sexiest man in the county yeah I wonder if it's kind of there's kind of an aspirational bias as well because I haven't really worked in the last year and I wonder if that kind of I'm less appealing to whoever's doing the list. Yeah, but who has worked? Uh, well, I suppose Bradley's been, you know, been able oh, to carry on with the chase. Yeah, yeah, true. But uh, anyway, so yeah, the host of Pasapalabra, a very handsome grey-haired man. Um, we watched our episode of that and it was about nine and I just wanted to go to bed. And Rat A wouldn't allow it. She was like, no, it's, it's too early. We have to stay up as if it was... That's very American. Oh, God. Oh, listen, listen, George, every time she does something, I just go, that's so American. So American. Oh, God, that's so American of you. And then whenever she does something good, I go, hmm, nice to see you're learning a bit of the British spirit. <laughs> That would be so horrible. So annoying. So obnoxious. Uh, Yeah. But so. (laughs) Seems like you're getting a bit more British. No, I like what you did there. Very British of you. You're picking up on some of the British stuff. Um, She always reminds me that whenever I do like make any joke about America versus Britain. Obviously, not so much in the past year because of COVID, but previously, most of the time when you were out on the streets of Barcelona, if you listened hard enough, you would hear some British <laughs> nearby. Oh, okay, that bleep, bleep that, please. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, on a stag do or something, being yeah. extremely obnoxious and annoying. And uh, that was probably us when we were on a fake stag do years before. 
Um, mm. I, so yeah, she reminds me that not all Brits are like sort of Hugh Grant types. Um, no. I, th- I mean, obviously, I think she's wrong. Um, yeah, I was going to say. Sorry, that stumped me. Then. Um, I'm, yeah, I'll, yeah, yeah. I'll, she's I'll, way yeah, off. I'll, yeah, way off. Um, no, it's all right to say that. I don't mind you saying yeah, that. Fine. She's out fucking way off. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, Ollie, you got into bed at 9pm? Or, or no? No, I wasn't allowed. I wasn't allowed. not allowed? allowed. Uh, okay. I wasn't allowed. Had to watch the Crime Channel for an hour. I mean, I say had to. I, you know, I enjoyed it. I, I love a bit of crime before bed. Really soothing. Um, mm. And, yeah, I just keep having the old... Fall asleep quite easily, but then um, two or three, I'm up. Sometimes it's because of my cat. I can hear my cat moving around, and sometimes it's just the old, okay, I don't like that. Um, Listen, I'm allowed to get annoyed at my cat. You are not allowed to sort of audibly grimace like that. Um, That's unacceptable, actually. No way, Ollie. Mm -hmm. My... I was reacting just to the idea of waking up in general. It okay. doesn't matter if I it, thought you know, you were, who I, influenced it. I thought you were going after my dear Netflix. No, no, no. Never met the guy. But um, <laughs> I've heard great Fair, fair play to him, you know. <laughs> yeah, good luck to him. Never met the guy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so... so as, as as you as I know that you have experienced that the old uh, waking up in the middle of the night, unable to get back to sleep, and the mind wanders. Um, oh, oh, tell me about it. Uh, this is a slight tangent, but someone told me someone messaged uh, the Instagram to say that they had a really harrowing dream about a uh, enormous horse-sized dog. <laughs> That was like ravaging oh, no. people, going around like, oh, no. and uh, and and you know, um, uh, tormenting the village people, etc. Oh my word! And um, and she woke up. I think it was a she. Sorry, I can't remember who sent this to me. I apologise. They sent it to me, and they said they woke up and couldn't work out like why did I have that weird dream about a horse-sized dog and then they beautiful remembered pup. beautiful pup Jexton which we should say of course Jexton would never ravage the townsfolk Jexton is very docile very placid uh, mm. and also I don't think we've ever explicitly said that Jexton is a horse-sized dog all I'll say on the subject is beautiful gorgeous pup of a horse yeah and i think that's clear yeah i would i've always said you know wonderful pedigree beautiful pup of a horse i've I've never said well you've always said gorgeous thing um (laughs) beautiful pedigree you know stallion pup and just yeah and that is just trying it's as simple as that it's as simple as that and i hate all these labels is it a pup is it a horse you know it's a gorgeous pup of a horse as we've always said so not to sorry not to kind of i'm sorry to hear about your dream but also yeah you're way off stand up in court Yeah, yeah yeah Yeah, but I haven't had any nasty dreams like that, uh, thankfully. I haven't been dreaming at all. Basically, my mind has been blank for days and days and uh, I haven't really felt uh, strongly about anything. Um, Mm. And also, that slips into like, I don't know, it's weird. Like, I've been, I'll be sort of working on something all day and it's almost like at that time... I'm not really thinking about anything. So I don't feel particularly bad then because I'm sort of, my mind is occupied elsewhere. But then I sort of stop and I get, I feel myself getting to the part of the day where I'm like, okay, I'm going to go and do something else and relax. And then all the negativity comes. And so I end up like deleting everything I've done for the whole day because, because as soon as I step outside of myself, I'm like, oh, yeah fucking piece of shit why are you doing this oh me um and don't, but please don't tell me you empty the recycling bin like as in no you i'm delete sure it, it's but somewhere the files are still there yeah but yeah, i'm never gonna but i'm never gonna look at it again um well, you never know that the basements you know in 40 years they'll be doing the yeah, bio be going about through the you and, hard you know, drives yeah. god i hope not <laughs> yeah. um yeah but uh 
and then also I just can't make any decisions. So because I because I don't feel strongly about anything, so then I end up not eating because I can't decide what mm. to eat, and then I just think, ah, oh, fuck it, have oh, yeah, mm. another coffee. So yeah, not looking after myself particularly well. I'm uh, I don't condone it. I'm not um, I'm not recommending it. Mm. Um, and and also I am aware in us in some way that this will pass so that mm. is the that's the um also i've been eating a fair bit of hummus is that interesting no it's not but, okay, but okay, we okay. can we can no, definitely no 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 no, no. i just thought okay. we're thrown out we're thrown out but no, you know, okay, but everything not. else you told me is interesting though and i th- what i, I can't know i kind of want to focus on the hummus if possible no, but... hold on is the ability to say there's even a you know a tiny bit of you that can appreciate this it will pass. That's a that's a brilliant thing, I think, but, uh, uh, which I don't know that you will have had in the past so clearly. Well, uh, part of it is I feel compelled to say that by the fact that, and I don't necessarily think of this as a bad thing, but I should preface this, but because I'm aware that other people will be hearing this, it makes me start to think about how I would respond it takes me outside of myself, basically, mm. and it makes me think: if someone was saying this to me, what then? What would I hope? What would I hope for them? What would I want them to know? What would I try and tell them? I guess. And so the whole kind of theater of doing this podcast, you know, obviously, what all, everything I'm saying is true, but it immediately takes on a different vibe when when I think about the fact that it's sort of public. You know, like, mm. uh, do you find sometimes that hearing yourself say something out loud that you've been stewing on for, say, a week, and then you hear yourself saying it out loud, and it, it is like it deflates in front of you, like the size of it is like, oh, that's nowhere near as yeah. intimidating as I'd made it in my head, just for hearing it instead of thinking it. Yeah, it's like yeah, when it when it makes contact with the real world, with like yes. air. Uh, it can't can't handle it, and it just evaporates. I mean, not evaporates. That's not to say that all you need to do is just say something, and then you feel completely no, no, normal. No, but it definitely takes away some of its power, some of its weight, because often, for me at least, I have repetitive thoughts that are like literally the same kind of phrases over and over again. And so it might be like negative negative thoughts about myself or whatever, and. When that's just in your head, sort of throughout the day, and it accompanies like everything else in your day, that's very different to actually put putting it into words. Already distances you from it in some way, or at least it makes you. You can kind of look at it from a slightly different perspective when you. I think also talk though the, the sharing it with somebody. So the the because if you were to walk into you know the space that you work in and made a conscious decision, right, this thought that has been repeating, repeating, I'm going to say it out loud. You hearing it to yourself, actually, I wonder if there's a chance that you would just kind of cement it a little more by hearing it out loud by yourself. It's yeah. like, oh, yeah, you really are in trouble because you're now saying it out loud. Whereas <laughs> sharing it with somebody, it's almost their reaction. Or, or like they're never going to react as uh, no, in the same way that you do. They won't confirm like, well, yeah, the, your, uh, your worst, no, your cruelest no. like, resp- responses. But I, I do agree with that. But like, uh, while I may not say it out loud... Like writing it down, for example. Uh... <laughs> no, well, Ollie, th- this is last night. I um, was watching something on TV. Um, it was comedy, but they brought up something that in the past has been oh, one hell of a trigger for me uh, <laughs> when it comes to OCD. Mm. And uh, it's incredible. Uh, I heard them talk about it in real time. I thought, ding, oh, ding, ding. there's that thing. And then within the space of 30 seconds, I was in it. I was mm. like completely turn the TV off in this thought. Mm. Da, 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 da. And I've been keeping a diary of sorts. And I was like, just in a kind of, okay, this will happen in the space of kind of 10, 15 minutes, mm. which is, you know, as I've been saying more and more recently, a brilliant thing. That's a good sign. But I was like, write it down. Yeah. So I just wrote, and I, and I like painstakingly just wrote the minutia. I just wrote the, literally like the transcribing. Time, this is where I'm sat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As if it were Captain's um, log. As evidence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of like a, um, 
and it and it helped. I, I can't. I ended up just smiling to myself because I was like, oh, you like just seeing it written. Because I've had in recent weeks before any uh, talk therapy, I've been. I found myself going, God, I can't wait to talk about this. I can't wait to talk about this. I can't wait to talk about this. It's so daunting. Da 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 da. da. And then mm. I get there. I say it out loud and. We both end up laughing because I end up laughing, and mm. I go, oh, "Oh, that's actually saying that out loud is kind of you know it's highlighted to me that it's there's not much in it, there's nothing mm-hmm. in it." Um, but the writing, you're so right. But it, yeah, it, um, God, it was amazing to see. Well, uh, it's particularly in the 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 situation you're describing. The I would say that like the motivation to write it down that in and of itself demonstrates a healthier relationship with mm. the thought because it's not it's that thing of recognizing the pattern is is sort of half the battle because mm. when you don't recognize what's what's going on which you know in your case might be um so, something has triggered some uncomfortable thought pattern or whatever if that's just like going on and on and you don't sort of acknowledge that that's what's happening then you start to think that that's like it's more real then because it's just that's all you know that's all you can think about and Mm. and thinking like ah i i i recognize what's happening right now i'm gonna go write it down like Mm. It's giving some structure to what is a very structureless, murky thing, which is, you know, your thoughts and your mind. And I, I mean, I find it that very useful. And and like you said, it, it's not it's not like I come into my room every day and I say, I am feeling sad about this <laughs> out loud. And then I go, Ah, oh, okay, Just as now I can relax. <laughs> Fancy dress. Yeah, I get on on my costume jewelry. Um, dram. Ah. Ah, rat a. Rat a. This morning, <laughs> I am feeling bad. But I might sit and write down something I'm thinking about, and mm. and and also it's like a kind of way of uh, what's the word? Com- compartmentalizing so it's I, do you know what i struggled with that word yesterday i had to ask someone to help me oh how embarrassing for me oh. i bribe myself <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> no i always struggle with that word that is a hard one but it's yeah, like you you write you it. it's like you do it it's like you you've you've written it down and it's like okay it's there in a separate sort of space and you know that doesn't mean you've got rid of it but i don't know i think it is the distancing thing you can kind of put some space between you and the the negative thought or whatever it might be and well i mean we've spoken all this time and i you've kind of answered but i haven't asked how my my dearest podcast friend is so <laughs> last night you had this experience but in in general how how have you been well um it's been the uh, obsessive thoughts. The tide has been coming in, my friend. Oh, uh, my leech. Oh, no, I know. But the reason I'm able to say as much with a kind of smile on my face is because I can't help but um, be pleased with how I kind of greet the thoughts mm. uh, or the episodes. But that okay, doesn't take away from the sorry. fact that... I, just, I would love to just stick with one metaphor. So it's a tide... Uh, yeah. <laughs> so it's a tide coming in. So let's yeah. think uh, how you greet the tide. So what would you be? Well, it tickles my toes. And in the past, well, no, in the past, I would have stood there and it would have, once it hit my toes, I would, instead of just enjoy, okay, here you are. Okay. I would have you gone, would have, oh, my word. Pass me a buoyancy. Yes. Oh, my word. Somebody, Coast Guard, Coast Guard. Whereas. Now I go like, hmm, oh hello, and I wriggle my toes up and down. I go, yeah, oh, you get oh. that shit-eating grin on your and face. Then I know keeps, well. Ca- it keeps coming in closer, and I go, mm, maybe it's time I I head to the pier. Actually, probably shouldn't hang around mm-hmm. here too long. Okay, um, so th- so that's the difference in me. Um, <laughs> but that doesn't take away from the fact that I have uh, twice caught myself uh, quite alarmingly kind of carried away with the thought yeah but, yeah but yeah well but the, the difference is is and i don't know if i sound like a broken record at the minute but that in the past will have been all consuming for yeah. two weeks at a time 
Whereas now, at the minute, it's kind of, it might be uh, quite an intense hour mm-hmm. or two. Um, so that's, that's an observation in myself. Um, we had here in the UK one hell of a lot of snow yesterday. Yeah, I saw um, a beautiful so, image. Oh. Rat A was um, very jealous of your, your Instagram story, which was sort of this perfect winter scene. Oh, you were yeah. by the fire and, uh, you know, glass of summing. I want to say what? <laughs> no idea what, that's why. But I like the idea of just raising an eyebrow and saying, yeah, glass of something. What was I want? Well, I don't even think there was a glass in the story. Okay, but... I didn't see it. Get it right. He <laughs> described it to me. Snow outside. Um, yeah, there was snow outside. I had my radio on. I had the fire on. Oh, I did um, see it. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Oh, God, yeah, it looked yeah. gorgeous. Yeah, it was, it was kind of, I planned to meet a friend for a walk and um, I kind of, we spoke to each other in the morning and he said, well, it's snowing where I am. Is it snowing where you are? And I was like, no. I mean, it's just started, mm. but we'll be fine. And then... Hit hard. Well, within 10 minutes, I rang him again. I was like, okay, it started snowing and it's like properly snowing now. And he was like, yeah, 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 that's what it's like here. <laughs> so I was like, okay, cool. And then five minutes after that, so in the space of 50 minutes, I couldn't see my patio. Yeah. And I was like, Do, I, I mean, I've checked the weather and it said that it's not going to give up for four or five hours. So maybe... Maybe call Don't it a head day. this way. Um, have you ever, um, have you ever driven in the snow? Because no. you're a relatively new driver, and no. I mean, you know, I'm not a driver, but I w- would imagine that snow driving is scary, especially on the old country lanes. Yes, I think the in the lessons that I had, the advice is don't unless you really need to only necessary travel when mm. you know the conditions are shit. Um, and shit so I both. There's no escaping the fact that uh, I need to do a food shop. So hmm. um, I've spoken to I spoke to my dad last night, and I said, "Any tips for driving in the snow?" And he said, "Oh, I Take don't want to know what his, what his Enjoy wild the ride. and wacky theories were. No, he's no, he's... got some kind of device that he puts on the front yeah, radio. Firstly, son, have you got a radio hat? Yeah, you're you going to need hat. a radio hat if you get stranded you want, you in the, on the side updates. of the road. <laughs> you yeah. need to be able to contact the RAC via medium um, wave. No, the, the advice was take it slow. And uh, yeah, as my old man used to say, actually, yeah, take it slow. God, he said it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so th- there's. Uh... So is it still kind of settled on the ground? Oh my word, Ollie! Oh, Winter my. Wonderland. Okay, Winter Wonderland. watch out. I've walked for through tumnus. the village green yesterday, and it was. I'd woken up in a postcard. It was beautiful. They had made a seven-foot snowman on the green. There was kids being pulled around in their sledges. Pure joy on their faces. Uh, even in COVID the parents, everywhere. I walked past. No, no, no. People were doing it, but you know, it wasn't like a mass it's like sledge off. It was like very. Um, and when I say it, it was just. You know, pockets of uh, yeah, no, joy. I'm just, I walked I'm just past being one a, house. I'm just being a little prick. Don't worry, George. Yeah, I walked past one house and um, and the guy that lived there had a huge snowball in his hand, and I had my headphones on. Uh oh. Um, so I took it off, and I was like, "Oh, yeah." Right. And he said, "Got to make it big." And he pointed at his front door, and he had, he was starting a huge snowman. And I was like, "Yeah." <laughs> I said, I'll, "I'll try and swing by later," and I did. <laughs> Wonderful piece of work. Um, Fucking weird, man. Look, I'm sorry, but I'm really happy for you that you live in the 1950s in a village. But I I. cannot imagine walking past my neighbours and (laughs) gotta make it big. (laughs) But he's got kids. I think like he's not. He's not like a. Well, he wasn't just just living on his own. Lives the fire so like oh gotta make it big. Yeah, that maybe would be. But then I nearly made a snowman and I live alone. So go for it, man. Why not? Bit of fun. Well, the snow. I must be. I'll be honest. Now it's blue skies. Sun is out. The snow is that kind of like looks the part. But uh, once you touch it, it's just water in your hands. Okay. Um, hmm. So I've missed my opportunity. Opportunity knocks. Opportunity. Left the doorway. Left the path. Leaving. <laughs> left and leaving. Opportunity is left and leaving. Error. Error. Syntax error. Um. So yeah. Um. Well, before we were talking about the snow, you were talking talking about catching yourself in these um getting carried away by these uh obsessive thoughts or bad thoughts, and like you said. 
just the fact that, I mean, obviously in an ideal world, you wouldn't have to catch yourself because it wouldn't be happening. But the fact that you are catching yourself is in and of itself a sign of, of progress, is it not? Yeah. I mean... Oh, mate, yeah, absolutely. And it's um, it makes you... Well, it makes me think about... Also, and that's that's just it. It's thought. It's like I put. I realized last night whilst I was writing it. I was like, for somebody that has, um, and I would be the first to say, way off thoughts. Um, and I like positive ones. You know, I put a lot of um, weight on. Have thought. Think of things. Think of things to do. Think of things to say. A certain thing. Yeah, think, sometimes think, they think, are think. way it's off. Like, yeah. yeah, and it's like I, I. It's like well, for somebody that knows that none of that's real you put an awful lot of pressure on these way off in a different way mm. if that makes so something comes in and it's it's the kind of it's the um hang on i feel like i need to do a better job of explaining what it is i'm saying it's the gravitas that i give certain thoughts and not others mm. and and forgetting the fact that they all come from the same place and mm -hmm. that is my imagination mm -hmm. even when i say to you i need to do a food shop that only at the minute that only exists as a thought and I, I understand that might not be the best example because it's like that well that's a very easy thing to imagine you know what that's going to look like more or less it still is then all of a sudden something will come in that will be completely you know tearing my character apart mm -hmm. and ruining my future and i'll go oh my word put the brakes on <laughs> you know stop we're we're getting off and it's not uh, it's it's it's, it's, it's reminds sorry i feel me as if that... i've just kind of bumbled along no i think something I... that's clear in my head oh well, i think uh, but... i i think i understand what you're saying it it reminds me of what we were talking about a while ago about the idea that i had always associated myself in my brain as i'm the person that comes up with the like the good thoughts the stuff that i like that's me and all the negative stuff is someone else Okay, um, yeah, ever so so for listeners, you probably just heard the elevator music. Um, your resident low-tech friend, me, um, realised a message had come up on his recording device that said, memory full, mm. calculating, no more data, no more. So then we had to stop recording. Yeah. Um, and we're jumping back into it now. Ollie was about to say something profound. Yeah, no pressure. Please, Ollie, take and, it away. And luckily, I've had a lot of time to really get it. Yeah, perfect. it hasn't taken 10 minutes for me to sort out the situation. Well, tech has temporarily torn us apart, um, but it did allow me to snack hard. So if you guys can, uh, you can probably hear, I got a bit of a pep in my step because I just had a gorgeous chocolate brownie that uh, Rat A went and got me, I should say. So um, God bless Rat A and, you know, keep up with the good work and you're really starting to pick up some of the classic British traits. <laughs> um, so what I was going to say, George, is that you were talking about mm. how your imagination can take you on on flights of fancy that are very positive and that you have fun with you enjoy and then there's this kind of more uh serious aspect of or you have thoughts that are maybe darker and you invest those mm. with like more gravitas is what you said mm. and that made me think of when we were talking about um the idea of good and bad thoughts are chess pieces, and we are not the pieces. We are the board. Remember this. We're the chess board. I do. I do remember this. And yes, because I I think this came up because and and I was sort of hung up on the idea that I was uh, I associated my true self, whatever that meant, with basically all the things I liked about myself, all the like positive things, and all the negative things was like some some alien force. Um, mm. and all the negative thoughts, like, oh, that's not me. Uh, and, of course, that's not tr true. Both of those things are me. And that's that's kind of like what you, you're saying um, with all of these things are coming from your own head, they're coming from your imagination, and it's just the way you react to them, the way you interpret them is what makes them feel different, even though... Mm. They're not. They're the same thing. But some of them, they, they they impact you differently because of how you react to them, which is both a kind of scary, but I think liberating thing, because it means that you have, you not you, one has the power to change how you uh, react to thoughts and therefore change how you, um, 
you know how intensely you have these low moments or whatever um and obviously that is hard to do and it's not as simple as like okay well you just you know that and then done you could just change how nothing could ever affect Mm. you because you know that it's all and you're just mr zen chill 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 but it's Mm. definitely something worth it's 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 a path worth going down and it's a state of mind that you know if you if you can cultivate it then that probably is the path to the old maharishi um oh it's being smooth as water uh and i'm talking about smooth water well that's um with any of these conversations i think i can only speak for myself but i think i recognize it in you as well is that it's if you're actively you know pursuing and questioning what it is that comes up it's uh it's inevitable at, ta- at some point there will be a change. That doesn't necessarily mean it will be a positive change, but it, it's a change even just acknowledging it instead of whether it be persevering or ignoring it. Mm-hmm. Uh... <laughs> You're right there. You're right there. Was that yeah, just man. Sort of... I just I felt that was like a like a very happy to be alive and you know. Good. It puts it. It's what we were talking about earlier. You live with it in your head, and it, it's a lot more daunting. You talk to about it, and it's like, oh yeah, no. Get it out there. Get it out yeah. there. Well, I think that on that's a good moment to pivot to our dear gorgeous public. They're getting their thoughts out there. Uh, they're expressing how they're feeling, and via email. Via email, and as you know, George, tech is a vital part of the modern mm. uh landscape um like it or not i think i think is that fair to say would you agree with that i know that you are more anti-tech than me but i saw on your instagram the other day something that i found quite heartening which was a, a nice little vignette a little pov of a boardroom uh congratulating one of its colleagues one of the the members of the of the board on incorporating mm. tech into their everyday life and I thought that was really nice to see you, you know, Luddite, anti-tech guy, yeah. uh, acknowledging that there truly is, I mean, it's it's a reality. Tech is a reality and you've got to grapple with yeah. it in some way. And maybe you make your relationship with it as small as possible, but you still got to, you know, you've got to accommodate mm. it in some way. And Just quickly, Ollie, on a serious note. That is a new kind of stylistic route I'm playing around with, the idea of kind of doing cosplay, POV, mm-hmm. Instagram story post. Yeah. What did you think of it? Do you think it was good? Yeah, really rich area. I Actually, to give you credit, uh, you've been experimenting with your Instagram quite a lot this week because um, you've been sort of putting yourself out there in a way that is certainly new t- to me and sharing stuff you're working on. For example, that musical I know that you've been working on for quite some time. Um, oh, yeah. About the man who f- about falls that. asleep as a human man and then wakes up as a lynx, um, meow. Yeah. Um, and I thought that that was very brave, uh, firstly, mm. because, you know, it's clearly a work in progress, uh, but it's got a huge amount of potential. Could be huge. Could be absolutely huge. Well, think about it. What's a big musical? Lion King. What's another one? Lion King. Cats. And here's yours. Man turned into Lynx. Working title. Working title. But But yeah, in Victorian England. So it's got that period drama thing that everyone loves. Yeah. And what I didn't let people know is that the next scene it cuts to the family around the table, mourning the, the fact that their dad's no longer at the table with them. But it turns out he's in the garden having to hunt his own dinner and he's going, wretched family, left me out in the cold. He blames the family. Oh, no, but it is. They were... Right, okay. I'll tell you... Break it down. There's spoilers. So the act one, scene one, okay? It's a distressed couple. They are in the Victorian kind of middle classes so they do well but it relies on an awful lot of work and there's a lot of keeping up with the joneses um Mm. and they love their kids let it be known um but there's an argument ensues the fire is lit and you know i feel as if we're drifting apart like two ships in the night you know that Mm -hmm, kind of mm -hmm, um message and then he goes to sleep. He 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 has one too many ports that night. But mm. he's just like, oh, he sits by the fire. He's like, I can't, I can't, 
when <laughs> and then <laughs> wakes up the next day um gets out of bed very light-footed he is at this point a lynx he just doesn't know it yet and then he sees his reflection in some polished glass and he goes oh goodness gracious me and it's the first song of the musical that's the first number yeah <laughs> yeah um and um well no but artistically what happens is he finishes his last port the lights go down on the stage and you hear him just go goodness gracious me <laughs> and you think he's like talking about the situation you know <laughs> i was going anyway. to ask a question about about sort of on on the subject of the of staging and and all that yeah. sort of aspect of it is um are you going to is it going to be like the lion king or cats where it will it be an an actor the same actor wearing the costume of a lynx or is puppetry i, I think to highlight no i think to highlight the sheer size of the problem he has at his hands is um it will actually be two people in a costume so one will be the hind legs one will be the front legs so like a pantomime to really, yeah okay. to, to highlight the size of his issue in amongst normal life mm. he's double the size um <laughs> which is just an artistic choice of yeah, mine yeah, yeah. um but then long story short um it's in them being apart from one another, they actually adopt the lynx thinking that he's up for adoption in the <laughs> local area so it's a bit of a mrs doubtfire vibe i was gonna say it's very much like mrs doubtfire is, is back in the house but as a tamed lynx um the double the size remember and then one night um he curls up on his wife's lap while she has a port the lights go down and she says goodness gracious me she says it too this is the final and then he wakes up afresh he's learnt his lesson you know you need to be more present with your wife and family you need to be more like a link lose them and they are unfortunately and this is where there's space for a sequel there's conflicted feelings um at the end because they're although they're very happy to have the dad back there is they're mourning the loss of the links i um, see i thought you were gonna yeah. say that um the lights go down the wife goes goodness gracious me lights come <laughs> up and then she's a links too <laughs> No, 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 no. And then their I kids think... are fucked, really, because they've got these two yeah. exes, but both their parents... And are... then it comes Oliver Twist, you know, and then uh, it's the work Yeah, you've got to pick a pocket or two. Okay, well... Anyway, sorry, sorry. No, 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 no. don't um... apologise, don't apologise. I love getting a little peek behind the curtain to see yeah. how this really powerful stuff is made, and... In terms of your Instagram, I just think you're using tech in uh, bold and interesting new ways to share ideas. I'm sure you got a brilliant response. I know that some people messaged the Instagram saying, is George okay? Um, what's, yeah. what's this about? Uh, someone said, please tell George I really love his music, but I don't like this musical idea. <laughs> I was alarmed, genuinely. Um, I was alarmed by how many replies I got saying things along the lines of... Brilliant, I, really I definitely the see theater. this. No, like, I, I really oh. miss the theatre. <laughs> well, you know, that's, um, isn't that nice to know that you something you created yeah. had the power to remind people of, of some of the best nights in the West End um, yeah. in the theatre? Uh, yeah. Because it is... I, honestly, thinking about the lights going down, that moment where you just first hear, goodness gracious me, <laughs> yeah. and then lights come up and he's a lynx. He went well, to bed a man, a human man, and woke up <laughs> a lynx. Well, right. Um, what are big cats known for? Prowling. Um, yeah, they prowl. What does prowling involve? Dude. Walking around in circles. How will it be performed? In the round, a lot of okay, a lot pacing of round and round and round, uh, staring down the audience. Yeah. Goodness, crap, me, <laughs> meow. <laughs> and so, I mean, gonna need a lot of coordination between the two from the front and the back part of the links, yeah, um, to be prowling. And both up and down. Uh, yes, I have. I'm in the process at the minute of casting two Cirque very large men to be to play each end. Mm. So he will be freakishly large. That links. is a fucking huge link, yeah, the size of two men. 
too large, man, I should, should add. Yeah. Uh, now, I don't know how big links get, but I would imagine that not quite that big. But 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 like you said, this is a choice. Um, mm, you're not necess- it's not necessarily supposed to be, you know, perfectly realistic. Like, for example, um, the idea of a, a links being up for adoption in Victorian London is is maybe something that... Yeah, sure, it didn't happen exactly that way, but a bit of artistic licence, um, you know... You well, un- do you know, as to gain entry to the London Zoo, I think in Victorian London, you could offer up a pet cat or pet dog to feed the animals, and you could get let in. I Look, we talked about that. that but- honestly, it's one of those weird facts. London Zoo, cat, dog, Victorian... Cobblers. Peace offering. Maybe don't put Victorian because I don't know the time exactly. Okay, in the 18th century, mm. one could pay admission to London Zoo by bringing a cat or dog to feed the lions. Okay. Yeah. So, but I have to say that this is from thevintagenews.com. I don't know if that's a trusted source, but well, I heard it on Radio Four. So okay, well, I didn't know that. Okay, okay, it's true. It's true. It's true. Um. <laughs> Ollie, look, I, I'm so eager to get into the emails. I'm sorry for having distracted us. No, I'm glad that we got to talk a little bit about stuff you're working on. Um, and I think that your audience will agree and, and be be very supportive of the fact that you're putting the album on the back burner, um, mm. not really going to focus on any of that stuff until the musical is done. Um, Do you know what the musical's called? No, do you? The Missing Links. Of course. Gorgeous. It, beautiful, beautiful, beautiful title. It works on so many levels. I, 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 I feel like I didn't give you enough credit earlier for the thing about prowling in circles round in the round. That's so strong. Um, and yeah, you clearly work really hard on this and, and good for you. But But listen... All this to say that tech is an important part of all our lives and the messenger boy is bringing us a bag of tech right now. Do you ever wonder how celebrities order food? Like, is Sarah Paulson a Diet Coke or a regular Coke girlie? Some peasant Coke? No. Or how does Sofia Vergara order a pizza? No, nothing. No tomatoes. I cannot eat tomatoes. tomatoes? Yes. Are you killed mushrooms? Not really. Okay. <laughs> if these are the details you need, and I know you do, I have the podcast for you. I'm Jesse Tyler Ferguson, and on my podcast, Dinners on Me, I take some notable friends of mine out to dinners in Los Angeles and New York City. Listen wherever you get your podcasts. That thing was delicious. <laughs> Email for you, my lord. News from the East, sire. This email has just come in, my lord. So, this email is from Jordan. Jordan says, Hello, Ollie and George. I cannot begin to explain to you how much I enjoy listening to your podcast. As someone who lives with OCD and anxiety, it's really comforting to know that I'm not alone. Seeing the way you two are normalising the conversation around mental health is very inspiring. I'm not sure what you did when you were a youth, but I can assure you that most of us did not spend sorry, most of us do not spend our days doing marijuana or watching prawn. However, (laughs) I can't speak for everyone, so who knows what the other youths are up to. I'm a freshman in college beginning my second semester, and my classes take place via Zoom. It's been really hard not being able to connect with my peers like I would in a normal year. I think what is most challenging for people in university right now is that unlike in high school, we have no idea who our peers are and there's a very limited way to make connections. It's not like you can turn to the person in the box next to you and ask a question. While I'm fortunate to be studying at my local university and not living in the dorms, I have many friends across the country who are cooped up in their dorm rooms in quarantine. I hope everyone out there in that situation knows that they're not alone and that they're going to be okay. Um, I hear that George has taken up bird watching, famously. Uh, he mentioned that he oils the pole where the bird feeder is so the squirrels can't get to it. And at the beginning of quarantine, my grandfather started teaching me his hobby. Now this is I thought you would like this, George. Uh, Wood carving. So I have made roughly 12 pieces during the last 10 months or so. And my latest piece, December 2020, was a squirrel. Here is my squirrel contemplating whether or not he should risk climbing up to the bird feeder or fear that that he will fall victim to George's trap. (laughs) And uh, I'll I'll forward this picture uh, picture to you, George, 
this is an excellent wood carving of a squirrel. It's, I love it. It's so cute. I want it. And I, I love the idea that the, um, so George, I've sent it to you. Look at that little wood carved squirrel. No way. It's so good. And I, I mean, firstly, so much about this appeals to me because uh, at the beginning of quarantine, my grandfather started teaching me wood carving. So yeah. this is passed on this, you know, oh. knowledge and expertise and skill passed on to a new generation. And beginning of quarantine, I mean, it's not that long ago. So Jordan's already whipping up pieces like this. Uh, I, know. I can't wait to see what the future holds. And also, you know, just to think that this squirrel is in some way connected to the famous hobby of Mr. George Ezra, which is um, basically well, killing squirrels. Well, this, this squirrel, Jordan, A, is very impressive. I'm with Ollie. Amazing that you've, you know, something has been passed down from your grandfather to you. That There's something, you know, we, that gets us going. Mm. Me and Ollie love that shit. Um, <laughs> but also, I would say, I would point out, there's no need for your squirrel to bother my birds and their food because it's got such a prize that nut yeah that nut is huge yeah it's got a gorgeous thing you know that will feed him for at least a week and so you know you've you've really looked out for him there well and it seems like through carving this jordan has actually forged a sort of peace treaty between you and and the squirrel community um because Mm. here's a squirrel that minds its own business and Mm. won't be coming to bother your bird feeder anytime soon. Also, my uh, sister has um, told me she's just ordered two bird feeders um, because mm-hmm. I think she's sort of losing her mind. So, next email. <laughs> <laughs> nah, it's quarantine. She's bored, isn't it? And, she, you know, you know go anyway. for it. Anyway. Uh, so, um, uh, just uh, another quick email from George, which says, Dear Ollie and George, the Dear Gorgeous Podcasters. Wow, thank you very much. Just wanted to say wow. thank you for being awesome every Monday. I always look forward to the laughs. I started university in September and you guys have really helped me moving away in these strange times. Congratulations, George. That's you, you George. Uh, Jeff. We'll call you Jeff for now just to... Congratulations, mm-hmm. Jeff, on the half marathon. There must have been something <gasps> in the air on Saturday as I ran my first half in aid of mind. I hope you don't ache too bad. Um, due to lockdown, I'm currently away from uni at home, but you've inspired me to make the effort to regularly check in with my mates. And it's reassuring to hear how you two stay so close in a time where everyone is apart. Thanks for all the laughs and please keep going. Big love from George. So firstly, congratulations to this George on the first half marathon and my dearest, gorgeous cod, cod, cod past, (laughs) cod past, cod past co-host, George. You explain. Well, well, before I do, George, we're we're rooting for you. It's you know less than ideal to be at home in your first year. We appreciate that, and it's just you're doing the right thing by trying to you know keep up with friends and yes, that's the, the, it, so unintentionally we started a podcast that we the you know the message behind was be in touch with friends and talk about the things you're going through. And we have found ourselves in, we're all being forced to do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you, you you actively have to do it. And so that's 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 it, isn't it? So I hope, uh, it's far from ideal, you know, your situation, but you sound like you're uh, finding the positives day to day. And that's, you know, that's all we can do. So good on you. And congratulations on the half marathon. Mm-hmm. I am aching. Um, <laughs> I am aching a lot. I wasn't, yes, so I went for the run on Saturday. Was this um, pl- planned? Like, was this something? Um, I woke up on Friday and I said to myself, tomorrow you have a day off on Saturday. Um, the, the the loop that I run is 8K, so like the most, um, and that's just because it's the most practical where I can park and run. Mm-hmm. Um, so if I do it twice, that's 16K. And um, I have done that twice. And so on Friday, I was like, tomorrow, no ifs, no buts, get your shoes on and go and do 16K. And then about halfway, I was just like, just keep going, dude. Like, don't worry <laughs> about 
speed, don't worry. I was grinning from ear to ear. At one point, I could have cried. I was so happy. Um, and I was just like running, 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 running. Had a good um, playlist I'd put together. And um, then I checked my phone for the first time to see how far I'd gone. And I'd done just under 20K. And I then, while I was running, Googled how long is half a marathon. <laughs> and it said it's just under 22K. So I was like, right, well, just really keep going. And the last 2K, I was hobbling. I ran past the family that I kind of grew up with. And um, the mum kind of looked at me. Because I must have looked like I was, you know, crying for help, Expiring. really. I, I, yeah. I, um, whereas I thought I was smiling. Um, but but you probably, it was probably that sort of... Yeah, yeah. so I, um, the last kind of 2K were not pretty, but I did it. and I um, Amazing. Yeah. And ate a vat of pasta when I got home. Yeah, why the and, fuck not? I hope so. Yeah, yeah. And um, I think I, I wanted to go for a run today, but I am sore. And it, I don't, don't I'm hurt you a bit icy after the snow. But yeah, that too. But also, you'd, you know, you're doing very well. You don't want to, I don't know what your form's like. I, you don't want to put undue pressure on your precious little ankles. Mm. Um, I feel my um, dad is unable to run due to his knees. He was a, he is a very uh, sporty gentleman. Mm. Um, and I figured, well, I've not done half as much in my life as he has when it comes to exercise. And, you know, he can't run because it's, I'm kind of like, well, just go. And if you can't so, do it one day, fucking figure it out when you get there. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure if that's um, <laughs> the best advice. But listen, if no, you, you want to take up your dad's mantle and uh, one day you will both be mm. hobbling together, <laughs> unable to run, then sure, mm. you do you. But I would say that like, for people listening, and I am always reluctant to be the kind of like, if I can do it, you can. But me and Ollie started the Couch to 5K last year, and I was thinking about that while I was going around. I was like, this, there was a time where I think the first one you do, you do three three-minute runs. Mm -hmm. um, and at the end, I was like, bloody hell, you know? God, that really gets, it gets you, doesn't it? And <laughs> it does. You know, the first time you go out, that's all you will be able to do because you've not done it before. I think there's that thing of like, uh, yeah, it's when you've got your eyes on the, the finish line instead of just the getting there. Mm -hmm. um, but I, I hope if I can kind of do a half marathon every two weeks, every month or so, that would be brilliant. Well, I'm very proud of my dearest pod, uh, cod, cod past co-host. <laughs> Um, yeah, thank you. It was mad. It was it was weird. It was unplanned. Very, uh, unplanned. Half yeah, marathon. <laughs> unplanned. Improvise half a half marathon. <laughs> Why not? Hold tight. Um. Yeah. I mean. Uh, yeah. I haven't. Uh, I haven't been. I, I haven't been able to motivate myself in this past week. But but you'll get there. It'll pass. God, I can feel my vibes dipping. No, no, not not related oh. to this. To I, I it's probably because I know that we're coming to the end of the podcast, and then I've got. Well, to I was of, going like, to say it's day. not it's not for me to say, but I can hear a difference in you now than when you know you first picked up the phone, and you know it's not going to be it's not going to be the complete answer. But once again, um, tech has brought us together. I oh, I know, and he and hearing that from you it makes it even more powerful. Oh um, yeah. But yeah, it's true. It's true, and it's always, uh, it's always an absolute pleasure to speak to my dear friend. And um, and I, I look forward to a time when not only is tech bringing us together, but also you know, like a a, a plane or something brings mm. us together, and then like can sort of like hang out. Um, mm. But until then, God bless tech. Um, watch, watch this space watch God this bless space you and I to all of our listeners Jordan and George just keep on doing what you're doing and thank you for listening please email again if you haven't emailed before please do so uh, contact us the email address is contact at phoneafriendpodcast.com I urge you I contact at com. meow meow and um, <laughs> you can also follow us on Instagram at phoneafriendpod and 
Of course, I hope you're following George so that you can get uh, little updates on his musical. And of course, uh, so the uh, someone has started making phone a friend memes every day, and there's a community of uh, people submitting their own memes for that account. And I think that is just yet another indication of how tech could really bring us together, and it actually doesn't mm. tear us apart. So yes, George. Uh, well, okay. What are you snacking on tonight for Dindins? Um, I, if I'm honest, I'm going through a. I'm so focused on other things in my life. Food really takes a back burner, so I might be back on the old tuna rice and peas. Yeah, yeah, tuna. yeah. Um, well, I, I and you need to get I mean. you need to get to the shops, man. I don't like the idea of you going without my dearest boy. No, it's. I love cooking when I have somebody to cook for. So when I, you know, when I have my friend up here, or you know, it's it's. Uh, I enjoy that, um, and I don't really enjoy it if there's three people or four people. Just one person. <laughs> let me let's eat together. That'd be lovely. Um, when it's just me, very much food is function, functioning food. Um, mm. So nothing to report. On. Yeah, I mean. Uh... Rat A has got so many sort of uh, allergies and food issues that uh, it's very unrewarding to cook for her. So, um, mm. so what I've decided is uh, I just I just won't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right, and on that note, um, it's Monday, guys. When you're listening to this, maybe might be another day. Get out there and make the week your B word. Um, kick it up the A word and wow you you've got it okay see you later bye bye America, we are endowed by our creator with certain unalienable rights, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. At Grand Canyon University, we believe in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. To serve others in ways that promote human flourishing and create a ripple effect of transformation for generations to come, find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private, Christian, affordable. Visit gcu.edu.